Welcome, welcome, welcome to pastors, ministers, and leaders' manner. This Monday afternoon, God richly bless you for joining us this afternoon in this session. I trust that all is well with you. God richly bless you. Mama B, you're welcome. Agnes, you're welcome. Miriam, you're welcome. God richly bless you all for taking the time to join us. As usual, we'd like to encourage every one of us to start sharing, 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 to invite as many people that we know to join us on this platform. So tell somebody, tag somebody, and share this on your timeline. God richly bless you. So once again, you are all welcome. Odufokai, you are welcome. God bless you for joining us. Let's all tell somebody and invite as many people to join us on this platform. So once again, you are all welcome. God bless you. We've been looking at the superiority of divine wisdom. We just cannot stop talking about this subject because the world was created by divine wisdom. He says he has founded the earth on divine wisdom. So we are still looking at divine wisdom. Remember, when divine wisdom is at work, common sense is suspended. When divine wisdom is at work, common sense is suspended. So keep sharing, keep sharing, keep inviting as many people to join us. Mommy T, you're welcome. God bless you for joining us this afternoon. Let's keep sharing, let's keep sharing, let's keep sharing and inviting as many people to join us as possible. The first statement I made today is, when divine wisdom is at work, common sense is suspended. When divine wisdom is at work, common sense is suspended. Now, a scripture came to me this morning, and I'd like to share it with you as we look at the subject of divine wisdom. As you, we've mentioned from James chapter 3, 15 to 17, that there are four kinds of wisdom, sensual wisdom, which is intellectual wisdom, um, earthly wisdom, which is the wisdom of men, and then we have diabolical wisdom, which is the wisdom that uh, people use to destroy things, and then we have divine wisdom, and divine wisdom is described as wisdom that is above all. So the, the title of, or the theme that we're dealing with is the supremacy of divine wisdom, or the superiority of divine wisdom. Wisdom, according to John chapter 3, verse 31, puts you above all other, all other wisdom. Put you is wisdom that is above all. And this morning I was reminded of this scripture in Luke chapter 5. Uh, let me actually read that to you. I mean, I was, I was debating on some things about the intellectual wisdom versus divine wisdom. And this thought came to me in Luke chapter 5. It tells the story of, uh, when Jesus uh, came to Peter and then asked for Peter to push his boat uh, further, and Jesus used the boat of Peter to preach. And then after um, um, Jesus preached, Peter, he said to Peter, launch your nets on this particular side. And the thought that came to me was that about intellectual wisdom and then divine wisdom. Alexander Ashite. God bless you for joining us. Once again, you are all welcome. 
The thunder came to me in Luke chapter 5. I want you to really catch this. Uh, bless me this morning. Luke chapter 5 uh, from verse 1 to 10. It says, um, and Simon, so Jesus said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a drought. Now, please pay attention to this. We're looking at James chapter 3, 15 to 17, describes four kinds of wisdom. And we are looking at the superiority of divine wisdom or the superiority of the word of God. It says we have sensual wisdom, that is intellectual wisdom, earthly wisdom, demonic wisdom, and then we have divine wisdom, and it describes divine wisdom as superior. So the superiority of divine wisdom, and the divine wisdom is the word of God. Here comes Jesus says to Peter, launch out into the deep, let down your net for a drought, and listen, verse, verse 5, and Simon answering him said, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Now, listen to this explanation. Conventional wisdom, physical wisdom, natural wisdom, the wisdom of men says you fish at night. You don't fish during the day. Conventional wisdom, natural wisdom, earthly wisdom. I'm telling you the superiority of divine wisdom. Natural wisdom makes Natural wisdom tells fishermen, professional, skillful fishermen, to fish at night. That's how the fishes gravitate into the net of the fishermen in that particular profession. Here comes Jesus and he tells Peter, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. And listen to Simon Simon answering him said, Master, we have toiled all night, which means they were following the natural protocol of fishing at night because fishes normally gravitate into nets at night. But Jesus is saying, during the day, during the day, during the day, every minister, every pastor, every leader, every individual, everyone watching, everyone listening, I need you to catch this. This is a scripture that came to me today and I'm telling you, bless me. Launch out into the deep. Let down your nets for a drought. Peter looks at Jesus and he says, he says, launch out into the deep for a catch. Master, we have toiled all night. Nevertheless, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish. And the net was breaking, so they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats, so they began to sink. Now, conventional science says you fish at night. During the day, Jesus is telling Peter, launch out your net on this particular side. And the Bible says they enclosed a multitude of fish. Now, that defies common sense. That defies natural sense. That defies, defies earthly wisdom. You don't catch fish during the day. You catch fish during the night. But by engaging divine wisdom, God went against natural, conventional wisdom and gave Peter fishes, multitude of fishes during the day. What am I saying? The superiority of divine wisdom, whether in ministry or leadership in your business, when you engage divine wisdom, it negates common sense. Common sense is suspended when divine wisdom is being operated. Common sense is suspended 
when divine wisdom is being engaged. Common sense is suspended when divine wisdom is being engaged. How do you catch fish during the day? It is against conventional wisdom and against conventional science. But when you engage divine wisdom, you begin to see results that are above what we see in the natural. A wise person, divine wisdom always puts you above all people, above all organizations. Like you put Joseph above, put Daniel above, put the three Hebrew boys above, put Jesus above, put Paul above. A wise person always has an answer for every question. So you have Peter having struggled throughout the night and haven't caught nothing. But the wise Jesus came with solutions, with permanent solutions, with permanent solutions, with permanent solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, a wise person has an answer for every question and keys for anticipating and foreseeing problems. Jesus just comes on the scene and the problem that Peter had for toiling all night and not seeing nothing, God brought an answer. Divine wisdom puts you above all. Above all, divine wisdom. We are looking at divine wisdom, the superiority of divine wisdom. A failed business like Peter's failed fishing business at that particular time was totally turned around by obeying the divine instructions of Jesus, which was engaging divine wisdom. So divine wisdom puts you in a class of your own. Divine wisdom puts you in a class far ahead of those who came ahead or who came before you. Divine wisdom puts you in a class of your own. Divine wisdom puts you in a class of your own. Divine wisdom puts you in a class of your own. When Solomon asked for wisdom and understanding how God gave him wisdom plus the riches. Now, divine wisdom gives you understanding. We are looking at the superiority of divine wisdom. Divine wisdom gives you understanding and insight that is above both the ancients and your teachers. That's why the psalmist said in Psalm 119 verse 99 to 100, I have more understanding than my teachers, for thy testimonies are my meditation. Peter was going through the same difficulties as his, probably his contemporaries were going through the fishing business. Nothing was working at that time. But when he engaged the wisdom that Jesus gave him, when he engaged the wisdom that Jesus gave him, his fishing business was turned around that even his partners benefited from his obedience to follow the instructions of Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, divine wisdom puts you in a class of your own. Pastor Noah, God bless you for joining us all the way from Ghana. God bless you, Pastor Noah Al-Hassan. God bless you. Divine wisdom puts you in a class of your own. Divine wisdom puts you in a class of your own. Divine wisdom gives you understanding and insight that is above the ancients and your teachers. I mean, there were professional fishermen who had taught Peter that you, you fish at night. But Peter engaged the wisdom of Jesus. And ladies and gentlemen, his fishing business was turned completely around. The psalmist said in Psalm 119 verse 99 to 100, I have more understanding than my teachers, for thy testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients, because I keep thy precepts. You understand more than those who came ahead of you, those who came before you, because of divine wisdom, because of divine wisdom, because of divine wisdom. 
I see your story change. That's why Proverbs, listen to this. Proverbs chapter 3, 13 to 22, we are speaking about the superiority of divine wisdom. So ask God for wisdom. He says, if any lack wisdom, let them ask of me that giveth liberally and upbraideth not. Never forget, don't, forget, don't get tired of asking for wisdom. Those who have gone ahead spent months and years to ask God for wisdom before they started doing what they are doing. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 13 to 22, it says, blessed are those who find wisdom. So, Wisdom must be pursued. Wisdom must be searched for. Wisdom must be found. You go in search of wisdom. Blessed are those who find wisdom, who gain understanding, for she is more profitable than silver and yields better riches than gold. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can be compared to her. It's describing wisdom. Is describing wisdom. It says, wisdom, blessed are those who find wisdom, who gain understanding. No wonder Proverbs 4, 7 says, in all you're getting, get understanding. It says, blessed are those who find wisdom and those who gain understanding, for she is more precious, more precious, more precious and profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. Wisdom yields better returns than gold. Wisdom yields better returns than gold. He says he yields better returns than gold. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can be compared with her. He says long life is in her right hand. And in her left hand are riches and honor. He is describing wisdom. The superiority of wisdom. Wisdom holds long life in his right hand, in her right hand, and he holds riches and honor in her left hand. He says her ways are pleasant ways. And all her parts are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. Those who hold her fast will be blessed. He said, by wisdom the Lord had founded the earth. By wisdom the Lord founded the earth. By wisdom the Lord has laid the foundations of the earth. And by understanding he sets the heavens in place. By wisdom the watery depths are divided. And the clouds let drop the dew. He said, my son, my son. He said, therefore my son. Do not let wisdom and understanding get out of your sight. Do not let wisdom and understanding get out of your sight. Preserve sound judgment and discretion, and there will be life for you and an ornament of grace to your neck. Glory to God. The ESV version says, it says Blessed is he who finds wisdom. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding. For the gain from her is better than gain from silver and the profit better than gold. She is more precious than jewels. Nothing you desire can be compared with her. Long life is in her right hand and in her left hand are riches and honor. He said, do not let go. Do not let go of this wisdom. Don't let go of this wisdom. Don't let it go. Because wisdom, ladies and gentlemen, wisdom makes the difference between confusion and clarity. He said, don't let go of wisdom. Those who hold her fast are called blessed. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he has established the heavens. By his knowledge, the deeps broke open. And the clouds dropped down the dew. My son, my son, final state. My son, do not lose sight of this wisdom. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. And there will be life for your soul and adornment for your neck. Divine wisdom. Go for divine wisdom. 
Wisdom makes the difference between confusion and clarity. Where there's confusion, wisdom will give you direction. It will show you the right place for every piece of life's puzzle. It will show you the right place for every piece of life's puzzle. You will know where to turn at every junction of life. Wisdom shows you where to turn at every junction of your life. Wisdom fosters creativity in your profession, in your ministry. It will teach you how to outshine and outwit all competition in your ministry, in your business, in your career. Remember, poverty was eradicated by divine wisdom in Jacob's life in Laban's house. Wisdom will produce confidence that you cannot, that cannot be stopped. Wisdom distinguishes a person or organization to be like it, even though in the natural they don't look like it. Glory to God. Wisdom distinguishes people. Wisdom makes the difference between clarity and confusion. Wisdom means knowing what to do in every given situation. Manshakai, you're welcome. Wisdom means knowing what to do in every situation in your life. That is what wisdom gives you. Wisdom distinguishes a person. Wisdom distinguishes an organization to be like it, even though they don't look like it. Like in the case of Daniel, when he arrived, the king said, I doubt that Daniel. I doubt that Daniel. Wisdom distinguishes you, makes you look like something that you may not be originally. Glory to God. Annette, you are welcome on Instagram. He said, now let that Daniel be called. And when the Daniel came, when Daniel came, the king was surprised that this was Daniel. He said, I doubt that Daniel, which means Daniel did not look like anybody who has solutions to the king's problems. You may not look like it now, but by divine wisdom, you are about to be distinguished. Say amen. Glory to God. Listen to this one, Psalm 147, verse 10. When wisdom is at work, legs are not needed. When wisdom is at work, legs and connections are not needed. Wisdom distinguishes you to be like it, even though you know, may not look like it. You may not dress like it. You may not look like it. Bodily, you may not look like it. Your name may not look like it or may not sound like it. But wisdom qualifies you to look like it. When wisdom is at work, legs are not needed. Connections are not needed. Psalm 147 verse 10 said, He delighteth not in the strength of the horse. He taketh not pleasure in the legs of a man. Our sufficiency is of God. When wisdom is at work, connections are not needed. The legs of men are not needed. Wisdom is what makes the difference between the haves and have-nots. Wisdom is what makes the difference between the haves and have-nots. Wisdom is what makes the difference between the rich and the poor, the wealthy and non-wealthy, the wise and non-wise, the influential and non-influential, the affluential and the non-affluential. When wisdom is at work, legs are not needed. When wisdom is at work, legs are not needed. He said, I do not take pleasure in the legs of men. When wisdom is at work, legs are not needed. That was why when Peter was to launch out the net, there were no legs needed. Professionalism was not needed. Skill was not needed. Wisdom was what was needed in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. When wisdom is at work, legs are not needed. When wisdom is at work, 
Legs are not needed. Psalm 147 verse 10 is where we get that statement. When wisdom is at work, legs, connections, hands of men, recommendations of men are not needed. He delighted not in the strength of the horse. He taketh not pleasure in the legs of men. God does not take pleasure in the legs of men. He's not waiting for the legs of men to promote you. Squash 455, you are welcome. He's not waiting for the legs of men to promote you. He's not waiting for the legs of men to give you resources. He's not waiting for the legs of men to bless you with financial resources, whether in ministry or in business. God does not take pleasure in the legs and connections of men. Take your eyes off men and start looking to God. Psalm 147 verse 10 should be your scripture throughout this week. Glory to God. Glory to God. He, he delighted not. God does not delight in the strength of men. First Samuel 2 9 said, By strength shall no man prevail. Psalm, 4, Psalm 34 verse 5 said, They looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. He said, He does not delight in the strength of the horse. He does not take pleasure in the legs, in the legs of men. When divine wisdom is at work, the legs of men are not needed. Glory to God. So go for divine wisdom. Pursue divine wisdom. Your supply shall come through. Your blessings shall come through. When divine wisdom is at work, the legs of men are not needed. The Bible says that this wisdom, this wisdom, this wisdom we're talking about is beyond academic qualifications. It's beyond academic qualifications. That is not to say don't go to school. That's not to say don't get a, a degree. But get in addition to your degree, in addition to earthly wisdom, in addition to intellectual wisdom, go for divine wisdom. Divine wisdom is above all wisdom. Now your contemporaries in your fishing business like Peter, in one day, in one day, by one divine instruction, Peter's fishing business is turned around because when divine wisdom is at work, glory to God, the legs of men, the connections of men are not needed. Prophet Bello, God bless you. You are welcome for joining us. God bless you. They looked unto him. They looked unto him and he is the personification of divine wisdom. They looked unto him and were radiant. Their faces were radiant, were bright. If you look at men, you will not be radiant. If you look to him, if you look to him, if you look to him, your face will be radiant. Your face will not be ashamed. You will not be ashamed in ministry. You will not be ashamed in the works in what God has called you to do. When you look to him, your face is not ashamed. Divine wisdom goes beyond academic qualifications. Get your intellectual wisdom by all means. Get your intellectual qualifications by all means. I carry at least three of them. Glory to God. But what puts you above all is divine wisdom. I'm telling you, go for divine wisdom and your fishing business will turn around. Your career will turn around. Your business will turn around. Your ministry will turn around. Your family will turn around. Your children will turn around. Your grandchildren will turn around. Teach them wisdom at the dining table. Talk of divine wisdom at the dining table. Talk of divine wisdom going out. Talk of divine wisdom coming in. Talk of divine wisdom everywhere. Glory to God. Divine wisdom is key. It puts you above all other kinds of wisdom and puts you above in your competition. Listen, if you are wise, you are wise for yourself. 
Go for divine wisdom. Pursue divine wisdom. Spiritual Catherine, you are welcome. God bless you. Bianca, you are welcome. Kuram Shazad, you are welcome. Go for divine wisdom. Go for divine wisdom. Go for divine wisdom. This wisdom is above academic qualifications. Listen, Genesis chapter 41, as we begin to round off for today. Genesis 41, 38 to 40. And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such a one as that was after David, after Joseph had interpreted the dream of the butler and the baker and interpreted the dream of Pharaoh? Pharaoh! Pharaoh had magicians, had, had professors, had chancellors, had astrologers, had, had all those advisors around him. But after, and none of them could interpret the dream of Pharaoh because you cannot interpret those kind of dreams with natural wisdom, intellectual wisdom, definitely not diabolical wisdom. But when Joseph released that divine wisdom, Pharaoh looked at him, Genesis 41, 38 to 40. He said, and Pharaoh said unto his servants, can we find such a one as this? That means such a person does not exist on this planet. That is what people will be saying about you when you begin to give answers that are backed up by divine wisdom. Many have all manner of qualifications, but are going nowhere because divine wisdom is key. Divine wisdom is key. Divine wisdom is key. He said, can we find such a one as that means such a one does not exist on this planet. Listen, that is what God wants to make every single believer, every single Christian on this planet. This is what God wants people to describe you as, as highly inexplainable. People that people cannot explain. Pastor Takia boy, God bless you. You are welcome. We are talking about the superiority of wisdom, superiority of divine wisdom. Natural wisdom, earthly wisdom, diabolical wisdom, intellectual wisdom, but divine wisdom is above all. The superiority of divine wisdom. He said, can we find such a one as this? A man in whom the spirit of God is. So this wisdom comes from the spirit of God. This wisdom comes from the spirit of God. Isaiah 11, 1 to 3, the seven spirits of God contains the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of might, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of quick understanding. He said, can we find a man such as this on this planet in whom the spirit of God is? And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, for as much as God has showed you all this. So this wisdom, this interpretation of dreams, this kind of creativity comes from God. As long as God, as far as God has shown you all this, there is none so discreet and none so wise. You see the word discreet and wise, discreet and wise. Discreet and wise comes from the Spirit of God. He said, Therefore thou shalt be over my house, and according to your word shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than you. He became number two from prison. He became number two from prison. He became number two from prison. So it's not where you are. It's who you are by divine wisdom. It's not your background. It's not your pedigree. It's not your family background. It's your pursuit of divine wisdom. It's your crave for divine wisdom. It's your hunger for divine wisdom. Go after the scriptures. We are in our exercise right now on the 31 days of divine wisdom where we are challenging in the 31 day challenge where we're challenging everyone to read the book of Proverbs. The 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs, one chapter a day, you cannot remain the same 
as you follow through this challenge. 31 days of divine wisdom by reading one chapter of the book of Proverbs every single day. Ladies and gentlemen, what put Solomon over was divine wisdom. What made Solomon wealthy was divine wisdom. What Sol- made Solomon wiser was divine wisdom. Go after this wisdom. Pursue this wisdom. Pursue this wisdom and your life will never remain the same and you will be put above your contemporaries, above every competition in your field, in your ministry, in your finances. God will begin to direct you what to invest in, what to save, what to, what to sow, various kinds of things like I've been teaching our church right now on the various offerings, various offerings. Sowing by many waters. Just sowing by one water is not wisdom. There are many waters. Cast your bread upon the waters. And you shall find it after many days. May you receive the spirit of divine wisdom today. And throughout this week. And throughout this month. And throughout this year. As you study the book of Proverbs. As you pursue sound books. Including our books from our website. May the spirit of wisdom come upon you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As we have decreed, so shall it be in Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. God bless you for joining us today. We'll be back this Wednesday for Money Matters. Money Matters on Wednesday, 11 a.m. to half past 11 a.m. UK time. And this Friday, we'll be back for our prayer session from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. And then this Saturday, my twin brother, Bishop Gideon Titiofer, is going to lead us in Movers and Shakers Extended Version. Movers and Shakers Extended Version. So don't miss this Saturday on this same platform, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Don't miss this session. Your life will never remain the same. So I'm looking forward to see you this Wednesday at 11, this Friday at 6 p.m., and this Saturday at 12 noon and Sunday at 11.30. Once again, God bless you. I'd like to encourage everyone to share this message Share it everywhere. Share the link everywhere for everyone to watch it and be blessed by this teaching on divine wisdom. I'm telling you, you'll be placed superior, not just uh, as a sign of pride, but you'll be seeing superior results in the name of Jesus. So share it everywhere, all the platforms. Share it to all your friends and let them be blessed as you were on this platform. God bless you and see you on Wednesday. God bless you.